in this Tuesday afternoon for Matt Mosley, laying on a beach somewhere. Aaron Sexton alongside me. Joining us now from the Dallas Cowboys Network, it is the one and only Kyle Yeomans. Good afternoon, Kyle. How are we? How's it going, everybody? Glad to be on with you again. Outstanding to have you on with me again as well, Kyle. And I know that you have your ear to the ground and your eyes on the prize for the Dallas Cowboys. My question for the CNC Collision text line, Kyle, was, and I'll go to you first for that, and then we'll get into some Cowboys even more. But I said we're eight days away from training camp. Are we going to have some Cowboys drama before the opening of training camp so the Jones and Mike McCarthy can get bombarded at the (laughs) opening press conference? Do you think that that's a possibility to happen? And what's the biggest story coming out or during Cowboys training camp? Yeah, you know, it's funny because you've, I mean, you've covered this team longer than I've even covered this team. You know that drama is always a little bit of a possibility or even a lot of a possibility, uh, especially this time of year where uh, football fans, NFL fans in general are just kind of starving for a storyline. Uh, they want something to happen. So, I don't think it's out of the question that something could could happen here over the next eight days. Luckily, you don't really have to go into this training camp thinking of a lot of the off the field issues. I mean, in the past, you've had uh, contract disputes, you've had potential suspensions, you've had new coaching staffs, all these different things off the field that continue to play into the storylines that kind of plague you for the early days of training camp. You don't really have that this year with the exception of, of failed expectations. That's really the biggest thing right now is you, you failed to reach expectations after a 12 and five season last year, uh, a healthy roster going into the playoff game against the 49ers. And, and now it's a, okay, what's, what do you do next? What's the next step? Cause you can't really afford to take a step back. So I think that's one of the early, uh, early storylines that kind of playing into that. I think it's, it's who's going to, uh, who's under the most pressure heading into this 2022 season? Is it Coach Mike McCarthy? Is it potentially Dak Prescott? Is it another name on the roster? Or is it maybe one of these coordinators that could potentially be the next head coach for the Cowboys should things go sour for, for Mike McCarthy and company? So that's kind of the things that everybody's kind of keeping their eye on. But at least at the moment, and knock on wood, there's nothing crazy that's going to pop up, or at least I don't think so here over these next eight days. Kyle Yeoman's with us on ESPN Central Texas. And, Kyle, is this the most depth that the Cowboys secondary has had in quite some time going into a season? I think so, and I think specifically at the safety spot you can say that as well because last year, what were we talking about going into the draft? It was, hey, it's one of these corners that are going to have to be selected. It's going to have to be J.C. Horn or uh, or a Patrick Sertan. If not, you're going to be really thin at the cornerback slot. Luckily, last season, uh, I mean, and a big credit to Dan Quinn, Al Harris, and that entire secondary coaching staff is is the fact that uh, Trayvon Diggs had the season he did with an 11 interception campaign. Uh, you, you take you talk about Jordan Lewis having a career year with three interceptions. Same for Anthony Brown. Those guys stepped up, and you have some young talent. Two guys that were drafted in the top 100 last year in Kelvin Joseph and Nashawn Wright, who didn't see a whole lot of playing time, but could certainly see some here in this this upcoming season. So I think there's ways uh, that you could look at that cornerback slot, but it's really the safety spot that you're excited about. Uh, it, it starts with Jalen Curse and his addition last year, a guy who 
was a, a special teams journeyman in the NFL for a couple of seasons, finally found the right fit. You bring him into the box, and he really plays that, that safety linebacker role for your defense that you had been craving for over the last couple of seasons. And then you've got Donovan Wilson coming back. You've got Malik Hooker, who showed some promise on the back half of last season and stayed fully healthy as a former first-round pick as well. So there's a lot more depth there than I think you could say maybe in the last decade, maybe even two decades. If you want to go back to the Darren Woodson days, that might be the last time the Cowboys could really look at that secondary and say, hey, we've got some confidence on that part of the, the defense, and hopefully that unit uh, can continue to produce. You know, last year the secondary was very good and led the league in interceptions, but let's not forget that it was because of that front for the Cowboys was putting pressure on Micah Parson being moved around and, and putting pressure on the quarterbacks to to enable the secondary to play as well as they did. Is that a huge question mark going in because of what they lost, or do you think they've replaced enough up front that that should continue under Dan Quinn? I think it is a question mark, and, and there are a couple other question marks on this roster, but that's probably a top five one for me at the moment is the fact that they, they replace Randy Gregory. And, yeah, Randy Gregory on the stat sheet only had six sacks. He only had uh, a certain amount of, of actually bringing the quarterback down, but he had 90-plus pressures last season. And, and pressures certainly play an impact, especially when he was able to disrupt some guys uh, the, the way that he did so effectively early in that campaign last year, or at least when he came back from the early injury, rather. But I think there's a way that you can replace him. It's not going to be one singular guy, though. And I think they, they're expecting that Dante Fowler Jr., uh, Dorrance Armstrong are going to play bigger roles this season uh, coming off the edge spot. And then I, there's a lot of confidence in Sam Williams, second-round pick out of Ole Miss. I don't necessarily think you can expect a five- or six sack season from a rookie like that. But if he does come in and he provides some jolt to that defense, I think that's a success story overall, but keep an eye on the interior of that defensive line. I, I really do think that the defensive tackle spot, just like I was talking about with the, the secondary a little bit ago, that's a position that they've been starred for in for quite some time. They've used a lot of draft capital. They've signed some veteran free agents in that spot over these last couple of seasons and now I feel like that's one of the strengths of this defense is going to be the interior with guys like Neville Gallimore, Tristan Hill, Osa Digizua, Chauncey Golston. Uh, there's a lot to be desired from that spot last year but I think you're going to get a lot more of it this year. How big a season is this for Ezekiel Elliott? I think it's massive and when I said top five question marks he's probably number one for me right now what is Zeke and, and what is he going to be in a role for the, these upcoming uh campaigns because I mean there's an out in his contract at the end of the season I don't necessarily think he wants to go anywhere I don't think the Cowboys want him to go anywhere they want to see 2016 2018 Zeke where you're not only a bell cow back but you've got some explosiveness to your game and that's something that's been missing over these last two seasons sure he had 1,000 yards. Sure, he's been great in the red zone and in short-yarded situations. He's still probably a top five or six back in the NFL. But the explosiveness that you saw from an early career Zeke just has not been there. And you want Ezekiel Elliott to get back to that. Uh, I, I think there's a chance that he could get back to that at least last year. You're looking at 
the fact that he played with a, a, a banged up knee from week four onward, uh, how much of a factor that played, who knows, other than Zeke and the training staff and even the coaching staff. But uh, from a fan standpoint, you just haven't seen it these last couple of years. I think he can get back to that. Now he is fully healthy, but that's a huge question mark. And it's, it's one of those that probably won't be answered, Ward, until after training camp's over with because you really don't get a great feel for the tailback position until you actually get into week one and you have an opportunity to see some contact and see some pads off. Kyle Yeoman's with us here on ESPN Central Texas talking Cowboys eight days away from training camp in California. Dak Prescott, over the past couple of seasons, we know that he's battled through injury, and last year's injury may have been because of compensation, because of the the leg, and, and who knows? I mean, you see that happen all the time. How confident are the Cowboys that Dak is going to be able to get through training cramp, camp without any of those nagging injuries? And as hot as it is, it, 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 you could call it training cramp as if yeah. we were going <laughs> to do it in, in Texas anyways. Uh, luckily, we're out in Oxnard, and it should be like in the 80s or something like that. Uh, rub yeah, it in, I rub it in. Of, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, trust me, when you're calling me out there, I will be rubbing I it know, in. I know, I uh, know. The, uh, the the fact of the matter around Dak Prescott this season is can he keep the consistency of what he started last year? Because like you said, there were so many things that went into last season. First, he had the return from the ankle injury. Then he suffered the shoulder injury in training camp. And then he had the calf injury against the the Patriots. So not only was it really the first true season where Dak had had to battle through any sort of injury, really, in his NFL career, but he had to do it through multiple injuries. And now you, you look at a full off season, he's had a chance to, to rest, to, to rejuvenate, to continue to work and, and get leaner has been one of his biggest concerns this year is he wants to be lean. He wants to be uh, flexible was the word that he used. And he certainly looks the part, at least he did through OTAs minicamp, and we'll, of course, see him out in Oxnard here in a week. But I really think there's a lot of confidence within the organization and, more importantly, within the locker room around Dak Prescott. They know he's the franchise quarterback. He's a guy that he brings that leadership quality that's just so rare in the NFL, and it's needed in a position like quarterback. And I think the, this this team is rallying around him. He knows that it's a different type of chip on your shoulder this season than any other season with the Cowboys because of the failed expectations a year ago and because uh, it, it is so important with him and the way that this roster is built and the contract that he has that he needs to win soon and he needs to win often. So uh, I, there's a, a little added urgency from Dak Prescott, at least with talking to him and, and seeing the way He's interacted with teammates throughout this offseason. He knows that it's different, and he knows that there's a lot to prove with a young receiving core with that as well, kind of keeping that in mind. And I think it all starts whenever they get back to Oxnard too. Kyle, I kind of think that we all know that Mike McCarthy is on a little bit of a hot seat. If it's not hot, it's it's getting really warm for the Dallas Cowboys. But that being said, how much pressure is on Kellen Moore? I think there is pressure on Kellamore because, I mean, we were this year or, or this time last year, rather, we were talking about, okay, he's an up and comer. He's learning. He's, he's going to take a next step this season. And they finished with the most amount of yards in the NFL. But I think at the end of the day, that just feels like an empty stat. Uh, it, it feels like you didn't necessarily have the offensive prowess against decent defenses or above average defenses, even, uh, 
in the back half of the season that you would need. And I think that square, squarely falls responsibility-wise on your or offensive coordinator. I think the fact that Kellen Moore didn't go deep enough into his bag in the back half of the season really struggled to get that offense off the ground. And there, there are a lot of eyes on him, not only from a league standpoint, to see if he can rebound and he can continue to grow and take a next step as an offensive coordinator, because if he does, he should be a head coaching candidate. If he doesn't, though, there's going to be a lot of skepticism around him, not only being here in Dallas next year, but think about the kind of role that he could have elsewhere. Is somebody even going to be able to take a chance on him as a coordinator if Dallas says, you know what, you were here, we, we tried to groom you into this position, you still weren't ready. I think there's a massive amount of pressure on Kellen Moore because if he doesn't get the job done this year, that could be a very real scenario he's facing in the offseason next year. Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboys with us here on ESPN Central Texas. Kyle, appreciate the time as always. Have a great rest of the week, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, guys. Talk to you soon. All right, there he goes, Kyle Yeomans. And, yeah, rub it in a little bit. He's going to be in 80-degree weather. Thanks.